You're listening to The Tuesday Club with Sean and Kyle. Special edition because the world's ending and so we've got to kill some time. Oh my God, what are we all going to do? <laughs> we're texting each other in the house. So what are you doing? Watching telly. What are you doing? <laughs> Cooking. We're doing nothing. Fancy doing something? Let's do a special edition podcast. That was only within 40 seconds of texting. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Tuesday Club recording on a Thursday. We've got a very special guest today, a very good friend of mine. Another Hollywood star. Last week we had Matthew Reese on the show, a very well-known Hollywood actor. This week we have the wonderful Katrina Balfe. Oh my God. Hey, how good was Matthew Reese? Matthew was brilliant. Um, he is one of the funniest blokes you will ever meet in your life. <laughs> he's just naturally funny, isn't he? Great, he's, great fun to be with. Even his voice is funny. Everything he said. I know. I think at one point he's, he was just talking quite normally about meeting Tom Hanks and I was in the corner in stitches. I tell you what, what I loved is the promo he did for us. This is Matthew Reese about to go on the Tuesday Club. Uh, audio, not video, so listen! Listen! <laughs> brilliant. Anyway, that was a brilliant episode, but like we just said, we've got Trina Balfe coming up today. We're going to speak to her on the phone because we are adhering to the measures put in place by the government. We have not got any guests coming to the studio, studio for the foreseeable, so we're going to be speaking to a few amazing people over the phone in the next few weeks. Yeah, and big thanks to Adam from Buffoon Media because we're in the studio. He's completely isolated us. Here we are in white gloves, masks, hats, full white suits, and uh, he just stood there in a uh, check shirt. And he's, sp- he's spraying everything down as we speak. <laughs> oh, get, away, get off, get off me. No, but in all seriousness, it is bad. But i got to be honest, Kyle, there are people out there not adhering to the guidelines, isn't it? Oh, mate, there was, I've seen uh, so many clips, there's so many, so much stuff going on social media. It's probably not the best place to get any information from, really, about a serious occurrence. But uh, all right, there, just messing about with your mic, smashing it just with a limb my gear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's uh, it is it is quite bad. I've gone out today. I haven't panic bought anything, but I went to do my shopping. We normally do it on a Friday, but I thought you know with the rumours that we possibly could be going into some sort of lockdown situation, which. Even then, I think we'll still be able to go out and get food. <laughs> You'd hope so. But uh, it's it was mental. It was like being out on Christmas Eve. You know, when everybody's just out and they're like, oh, yeah. I don't really need this, but I need 10 of them. Yeah. It was that sort of situation. One guy, I saw one guy, and um, he, he went back to four different tills trying to buy five bags of sugar. And they were like, listen, there's only two per person. He was like, oh, uh, right, okay, sorry, I don't want to upset anyone. And then they actually had a member of staff to follow him around to make sure he put the rest back. Why do you want five bags of sugar? He must be baking a lot of cakes. Oh, I don't know. Either, either cakes or he's got a really bad sweet tooth. You've got you to gotta laugh at the older generation, which is, you know, the other one's of biggest concern. I phoned my parents and, uh, right, did you watch? Yes, we watched it. We watched Boris and uh, we understand the guidelines because they're social animals, especially my mother. She's in two choirs, the WI and so on. So I said, right, ma'am, listen out, you know, going out, you don't need to go out. I said, we're all home. I can nip out and get you something. You are more at risk, you know, and uh, anything you need, we'll, we'll, I'll phone you in the morning. We'll FaceTime in the night and catch up. Yep. Yes, no, we're adhering to the guidelines, no problem. And uh, we've just got Sky Q in. Your father's finally agreed to that. <laughs> Great, I said. So so what are you going to do today then? Well, we're just going to nip down to B&Q now and get some paint. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That is and I'm it. like, yeah, you're not listening, like you know. But but that's what they are. They they just crack on, fair play. But it's been particularly tough for lots of people, small businesses, big businesses, and freelancers like me. I, I'm look, I'm staring at no work until September, believe it or not. Well, I got to be honest, with you, you are smashing it in, in your gym, though, aren't you? 
Well, I wouldn't say smashing it. If, if anyone needs a PT in this uh, troubled time, contact Sean Hawley on 07940. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm lucky I, I did that for my teenage sons and uh, well, I myself, but uh, yeah, I, can, I haven't got an excuse not to go in there now. But uh, I'm walking the dog, which is great. I was out this morning. I go up the valley there, Marvin Argoid, and uh, my boy Jax, Jackson, he's a ledge. What but a beautiful dog he is. Saw absolutely nobody this morning. I know it was early, but you normally see half a dozen dog walkers, uh, bikers, and walk, you know, runners. Zip. Well, that's that's a good thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. It means that people are actually lis- listening to the guidelines that we've been given, or the advice we've been given. Yeah, but it's a bit of thought for all the uh, small businesses, freelancers. Is people going to go to the wall, Kyle? You know, I, I was just about to launch a new business, uh, Great Days Golf, with a couple of partners, and uh, luckily we didn't, and we haven't put too much investment in yet, but, you know, we've had to put that on hold now. Uh, ironically, golf is something perhaps you can do if, you're very, you know, if you don't go into the club and you don't play in too, too large a group. But uh, that and things like events that, that I do a lot of, TV, sport has been cancelled. So yeah. I think I would do a lot of painting. <laughs> well, it's the same as actors. Or, you know, actors are self-employed. An mm. actor is its own business. And a lot of casting directors, I've actually seen a post from um, quite a well-known casting director in London who casts uh, Line of Duty on BBC. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was saying, you know, he's having so many calls off actors saying, is there any work? Is there any of this? He's in the exact same position. He was thinking about going to sign on because, you know, mm. nobody's nobody's making anything at the moment. You can't have the groups of people. I've seen in LA and New York, they're shutting studios down. Yeah. And any TV programs, um, obviously I'm currently in a TV series called Outlander. It's run by Stars, the network in America. Well, they have another show on at the moment, and that is in the middle of filming, I think, their fourth season. Mm. And that's all stopped. So, you know, Cinema's going to be closed, Cinema's obviously. closed. You know. Bad time for, for releasing. Recommendations not to go to bars and theatres. I've got to laugh. I've got a group of mates. We're in a WhatsApp group. We normally have a pint on a Thursday night, which is tonight. Mm. They're still cracking. Who's up for a pint tonight? I'm like, <laughs> you know, are you listening? I mean... If you might feel alright in yourself, but you've been in contact with people and you may be asymptomatic or you, you may not know you have contracted the virus. So, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and I'm like, well, I'll, I'll go on Skype. I'll have a pint in the house. <laughs> I'll Skype you or FaceTime you or something like I that. Know, I'm, I'm sure somebody told you about it the other day and you called them sad. Yeah, it was sad. <laughs> I, don't drink was, in the, I don't drink in the house. See, that so. was me, if anyone wants to know. <laughs> i tell you another thing. I was, I was coming down today. Is um, I need a haircut. And I'm thinking, well, I can't go for a haircut now, can I? Why? Well, because I could go into the hairdressers. There might be 10, 15 people. They are in contact with lots of people. If people mm-hmm. are still going for a haircut, I thought, well, I can't have a haircut. And not that I, you know, because I'm going on TV or something, but I just need a haircut. And I've got a bit of wax on now, okay? But the trouble with my hair is, right, my hair... It's very curly when it gets long, right. but it grows. It, it, grow, it, grow, it grow, Yeah, well, yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> it grows out, not long. So I end up. I go through a couple of stages, really. I, I, I go first of all. I go a bit like the Hoff, his sort of hairstyle. I think mm, that's enough now. And then if I leave it, I end up like Morton Hargett from Aha, and all the eighties kids will know <laughs> exactly what I mean. Touch me, how can it be? If I leave it any longer, I'm like Leo Sayer. <laughs> so um, yeah, see you in twelve weeks when I be. Um, Doing a bit of Leo Sayer, Leo Sayer impressions. The world's about to end. If nobody's allowed out. The army possibly could be coming to patrol the streets and Sean's worried about going to get his hair cut. I'm not worried about it. It's just, when you, when you haven't got a lot to do, that's, that's exactly that's something. You, that's what you start thinking about. Yeah. Well, what I've, been, things. So what I've been doing today is sort of my golf day out, which is September the 3rd. Your annual charity. Sean Hawley charity golf yeah, day. Is yeah. it going to be down the Grove? It is down the Grove. In both um, call, lovely course. It is pretty full, but uh, I've got a couple of other golf events. Somebody wants to... Um, 
jump on those. Another episode where Sean plugs all of his businesses. Oh my God, I've got no, no work for, until September. I'm going to start my own podcast and plug all my businesses, which is Premier Builders with all but. Do you, need, do you need any labourers? <laughs> no, we've got too many now and I'm the only <laughs> one. Um, but no, it, it's going to be a tough time for a lot of people, mate. Yeah. The thing is, right, with um, these daily announcements, you've got Boris coming out with his scientific expert or his, uh, the Chancellor of Exchequer. A lot of people are doubting them. But regardless of what party you follow, regardless of what's gone on in the past, I think um, they have to look after the people of our country. Mm. Um, and that is obviously uh, Wales, England, Scotland and Northern Ireland. Mm. Do, do you know what is good about it? it? It's a side effect, I suppose, in modern, busy, you know, modern society is. You know, I've got three kids and a dog and a wife. And all of a sudden we're spending a lot more time together. Yeah. Like I said to you yesterday, we've got a film night. So every night now we'll watch a film. Kids are off school, James home from university, so we're, we're together. Early days, yeah, we'll be killing each other probably in a couple of weeks, but isn't it nice that we've got nothing really else to do and so we're spending a lot more time together, so... Shall I tell him that they might be off until September, the children? Always face. <laughs> I've got a lot of fishing and a lot of playing golf. <laughs> no, no, I know what you mean. It, it is nice. Obviously, I am got a family, like, um, you know, I am got children or anything myself, um, but... You know, you are going to get to spend a lot more time with your family, Check even just checking up on your yeah. parents or ch- checking up on my grandmother. You're going to get to see a lot more of them. Mm. But one thing I was just saying to Adam before we started recording is, I think even though what's happening is bad and there's been uh, people who have passed from the coronavirus, it's affecting a lot of people, I think the planet needed something like this because, and I don't just mean environmentally, <clears throat> obviously that's a big thing, but it seems to be, you know, this coronavirus, it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't discriminate race, gender, borderlines, country, whatever. It, it's... Hang um, on, you're just giving Matthew McHoganese... No, I'm just... Speech. I actually didn't hear him saying that. Yes, I heard he somebody did. else. But yes, it, he did. It's, it's a good, it's a good uh, analogy to make. And it is true. It, yeah. is, it is true. We'll, we'll bounce back stronger. And I agree, even individually, I needed it to just take a little step back. You know, so busy... Adam's nodding here. We're all busy, you know, providing, you know, ambitious, trying to create, you know, and, and you, you forget what's important in life. And you lose sight of what I, is important. Absolutely, man. absolutely. But anyway, you can follow us on Twitter at Tuesday Club underscore and on Instagram, Tuesday Club Podcast. Don't forget to download and listen on iTunes, Acast, uh, Apple Podcast and Spotify and give us a review. And um, a and rate. And a rate. Rate. Rate, rate review, subscribe. Yeah, okay. Coming up on this special edition of Tuesday Club, we've got Hollywood actress Katrina Buff. So, welcome back to the Tuesday Club with me, Kyle, and Sean. And uh, now we've got uh, one of the best guests that I think we'll ever have on the Tuesday Club, uh, Hollywood star, a uh, very good friend of mine, I think, I hope, after this anyway, Katrina Balf. Hello, Katrina. Well, hello. A Hollywood star. Is that Hollywood star, I think? No. Come on now. Hollywood star. You've been in Oscar-nominated films. How's it going? Well, I'm good. I'm um, self-isolating up here in Glasgow. So um, the sun is shining now. So that's, that's a plus. I'm jealous. It's raining down here in Wales. Is it? Yeah. It always, Doesn't that happen every day, though? Yeah, no, exactly, <laughs> Katrina. It, it rains every day in Wales. It feels like I come back from the Rugby World Cup in Japan in October, and I genuinely believe it's rained every single day since. So you're oh lucky. Oh my god! You're lucky to have some sunshine. What are you doing with yourself in isolation? 
Oh, God. Um, well, other than talking to you fine folk, I've been um, eating a lot. <laughs> I think that's, it's sort of like plan the meal, cook the meal, eat the meal, start planning the next meal. I think that's kind of been my, my routine. I'm reading a lot and watching a lot of TV. I, I've been uh, noticed on, on Twitter and social media, you've been posting some of the things you've been making. How's the cooking I know, going? I I've become... Well, I've become one of those annoying people who post food. I never used to do that, but there's literally nothing else to do. And you kind of feel like you want to reach out and talk to people. So, um, yeah, I made nice, uh, a nice chicken, roast chicken sort of dinner last night. Um, you know, with a bit of a coconut and mustard sauce with white wine sauce and roast vegetables. That, well, that, sounds, nice. that sounds posh. Mm. <laughs> Your husband's a lucky man. <laughs> it's better than the KFC I had last night anyway, Kat. <laughs> Please tell me you did not eat KFC last night. <laughs> no, I didn't. I had uh, Moroccan lamb meatballs and rice last night. Thank you very much. Oh, there you go. That's, three, that's not too shabby. Three portions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously you, we were speaking on the phone earlier and you were telling me you just come back from LA. So I know you're really jet lagged. So thank you so much for being with us on the Tuesday Club on the phone. Um, so yeah, we just want to talk a little bit about what you've been up to over the last sort of year. You've had a massive year again. Um, you went to the Oscars, didn't you? I did. I mean, that seems like so bloody long ago now. Um, but yeah, I was kind of, it was kind of cool. How was it? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> oh, sorry, right, we know you're no, a busy, you're a busy woman. You've probably got a million I... people trying to phone you. <laughs> Katrina, it's uh, we, we were talking we talking about the Oscars. There, it's a bit surreal for me talking to you because, as well as I knew you were Irish uh, last night, just last night, and it wasn't because you were coming on. I have to say, um, my two sons and I we sat down, yeah, yeah. we sat down and watched uh, Ford versus Ferrari, and knowing you were Irish, I couldn't believe how great your accent was. How long did it take you to did not- you like that bit of yeah. a brummy? Too right, yeah. Um, oh God, that was the most terrifying accent I think ever to try I mean actually I think Welsh would be even harder for me to try and do but uh oh, I don't know mind have you I've viewed you a few times on set giving it a go it's some of the <laughs> one of the better ones I've viewed <laughs> um yeah I mean it's mental I mean that's the fun thing about what we do you know you get to you get to learn different things like funny accents and uh, pretend that you can heal people and, and do certain skills and drive cars really fast. But really, I can't do anything. So one of my favorite um, scenes in that film was um, I went to see it when it came out in the cinema. And uh, I've seen, you know, everyone sees the trailer. And uh, the, my one of my favorite scenes is when she's her and Christian Bale having an argument and she's smashing it and she's talking him through the corners. <laughs> it's brilliant. That was really fun, actually. I, you only... I was, you only just learned to drive as well, haven't you? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I've been driving for like over a decade, I, but I did have to reset my test and get a UK license, which is kind of like learning how to drive for the first time. Because basically I learned in LA, which doesn't really count. Um, <laughs> so I had to learn how to, you know, those gear things that people use over here. <laughs> <laughs> had to learn all about that, um, which is, yeah, that was fun. Um, but you know, got my test first time, had only like one point off, I think from my perfect score. So, you know, um, but yeah, filming that scene was mental because we were on this rig that they call the biscuit because it was designed for the film Sea Biscuit. Do you remember that? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The horse. So, 
Yeah, for the horse film. So it's basically like it's a it's a bed, like a truck bed kind of on wheels. And then they have a guy in uh, this like, kind of little pod that's attached, kind of like a sidecar on a motorbike. And it can either be on top of the car that you're driving in or it can be on the side, depending where, you know, where you're driving on the road. And so he's doing all the driving and, and but it goes really fast. So you're flying down this road in like the canyons in L.A. with all of these stunt cars flying around you and you're on this bed and you think you're controlling the car, but actually it's a guy <laughs> sitting in a little sidecar on top. And um, and we only had the rig for like, I think it was three and a half hours. So we had to film that entire scene within three and a half hours. And we were just out on these roads in the middle of a canyon in the middle of nowhere. And there was no toilet. And uh, all the guys just would, you know, every time we'd stop and do a take, they'd like run to the side of the road. As we do, find a bush. As we do. Find a bush. And uh, I was, there was one other woman on the set uh, with me that day. Um, Sheila or Stella, as we used to call her, um, who was the scripty. And her and I had to go find bushes in these like deserts and hope there was no... (laughs) I don't know, rattlesnakes or anything coming. <laughs> so it's really glamorous, you know, shooting a movie in L.A. Now, Kat, uh, tell us a little bit about Outlander. It's been running a long time now. It's uh, a huge success, and it's, it's really gathering momentum here in the U.K. now, and not because Kyle Reese is in it. Um, well, you know, I was going to say, it used to be, we had a really high standard up until a couple of years ago, and it seems to have slipped quite a lot, you know. <laughs> What's he like on set? Is he a nightmare? Ever since, oh my God, Quincy Myers. What a diva. <laughs> hey, I make my own coffee, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, oh, he's the best. We we do love him dearly, if only to have somebody to pick on the whole time. Yes, I it's agree. Good. <laughs> that God put me when on this no earth. children on set to pick on we, we just generally turn to Kyle um, is it true that you've got a fantastic trailer sort of a double you know it, it sort of bends over jacuzzi and Kyle's got a little caravan <laughs> <laughs> so, who took him a caravan I thought he was still in the teepee <laughs> um, yes <laughs> oh no. no! Do you know what the first the first time when I was on set, I was like, any actor is nervous when you go on a, on a, a big job like this. And uh, in fairness, Katrina, I was the first day I was filming. I was filming with Katrina and Sam. Sam, he won Katrina's. Well, Katrina's number one. Sam's number two. You won't mind me saying that. Yeah, say that, uh, say that again. <laughs> Katrina's number one. Sam's number two. Um, but. Um, we were doing a scene where we were just riding, or I was supposed to be driving this horse and cart, and I was getting different bits of advice. Normally you get advice, but you're acting from the director, but I was getting different bits of advice from you and everywhere. And we hadn't really spent a lot of time together at all, and I was really nervous to work with her and Sam. And she just sort of very nicely took me under her wing and was like, listen, you just what you're doing is fine. What you're doing is fine. Don't listen to anybody else. If, if you want to do something else, the director will tell you. But so, yeah, and uh, that came because that, that day we were sitting in a caravan, if you remember, when we were doing the scenes around the campfire. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. why I just thought of that, because yeah. we were sitting, the green room was the caravan. Yeah, your caravan. Well, it's not my caravan. My, my fancy caravan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His caravan. 
So well, you're, you're, no, but you know, I think it's really important. I think, you know, the, the, the vibe that you create on set is so important and it always ends up on screen. And every single person is as valuable as the next. And I think it's really, really important. And I think we do have a really good vibe on our set. Yeah, and, we do. You know, we all get along really well. We come on each other's weird uh, podcasts and I'll be signing you up for something soon, Kyle. Can't wait, can't wait. <laughs> We have a little sing-song as we well, don't we, Kat, me and you? Yeah, it's because we all genuinely really like each other, and I think that's really important, you know? It is. When I did the film Pride, that was the ball, and I remember Paddy Considine saying to me, It'll never, you'll never get a job as good as this one, because, it, like you just said, everybody loved each other, everyone was funny, everyone just got on, and it was a great laugh. And he was right until I went to Outlander. And mm. obviously, season four, I was there for three eps, and they were supposed to kill me off. They told me, oh, we're not killing you but off. But then we loved you so much. See, that's it. See, now, <laughs> it's great having you on, Katrina, for the, only for the fact that I can start to believe some of Kyle's stories now. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, what, what, what part of Ireland are you from? We do, we do a lot of showbiz, movies, TV, because of Kyle. And then my background is rugby, so we talk a little bit of rugby. What, what, Yay, what, rugby. What part of Ireland are you from, Kat? So I grew up in Monaghan, which is Tommy Bo. just on the border. Tommy yeah, Bo. Yeah. Tommy Bo's from yeah. Monaghan. I, mean, I can't believe it. <laughs> you see Sean's face now, Katrina. <laughs> I've never heard of it apart from when Tommy came over. That's fantastic. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you know, we produce good people. Um, now I'm blanking on his name. The amazing boxer. Um, oh, oh, my God. Barry McGuigan. Barry, Barry McGuigan. Barry McGuigan. McGuigan. And his son, yeah, Shane. Yeah, from Clownus. Yeah. Mag- um, I'm sure we have other Barry McGuigan. I'm sure you're too young to remember this. Certainly, Kyle is. When, when Barry McGuigan fought, right, and he was a world champion. Barry McGuigan was. His dad, for every fight, right, put a little uh, dicky bow on black tie, right, and he'd get in the ring and he'd sing "Danny Boy," and everybody would be crying before he fought. <laughs> it was amazing. It was. Yeah. So because well, I remember being a kid and like literally, this is so embarrassing, but we did not have a TV for years. So I remember, and this is Kyle. Also, I'm showing my age, but I remember we would all sit around and listen to it on the radio, Aww. and it was like amazing. Yeah. So old, would you consider? If you were to pin your hat on a provincial team, would it be Ulster or would it be Munster or would it be Leinster or even Connacht? Well, you see, here's the thing, because I have not lived in Ireland since Ah. uh, 99. So that side of rugby, I'm very, uh, I'm very, well, yeah, I'm just not educated about it at all. But I always, always watch um, all of the international games whenever I can, so... That's great. I'm a big fan, but it's like when I lived in the States for so many years and you don't get to see, you don't get to see the rugby then. No, I tell you what, though, there's a lot of you Irish guys out in the States, isn't there? There is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Everywhere. kind of where we end up going. You don't meet too many Welsh, actually. What's that all about? Well, funny enough, we were talking about... Pennsylvania. Had, You've got to go to Pennsylvania. Well, we had Matthew Reese oh. on uh, on the podcast last week and he's living in New York, so we got one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who so I know because he lived next door to my mate. Um, we had Matthew Reese on, and we said you had a few mutual friends on, and he didn't believe me that I'd get you on this week. So, you, <laughs> so the next time, next time you see him, now you can tell him. It's only because you paid me a thousand pounds, really. <laughs> Don't um, tell him that. Don't tell Matthew that. <laughs> That's half the winnings that you were getting from Matt, right? Uh, I, had, um, I had a text message. You know, everyone knows me. Everyone up in there, Katrina knows, you know. Everyone who knows me knows I'm a mad rugby fan. 
Um, I always bang on. I think one one point in uh, season five, we were shooting, uh, myself, Sam, a couple of the other boys, we were all standing there. And in between takes, I was like, someone get the phone out. I want to watch it. It was Wales v. Ireland. Hmm. And um, I can't remember if you were on set that, that day, Kat, but Ireland beat Wales. I uh, think, I think, yeah, I think I remember that. I think I was. The other day, <laughs> in the Six Nations, the other day, like every time since I met Kat, every time we'll play, Ireland, I'll be texting a couple of days before. Are you watching the game? Why are you watching the game? And obviously, we lost in Dublin this year. And uh, she texted me like three or yeah. four times afterwards. I didn't get back to her until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, who, yeah, uh, who, I forgot who, about that. Who, Kat, would be, uh, you've got a few dishes uh, for playing for Ireland. Who would be your favourite Ireland player of all time? Well, it would be a toss up. Of all time, well, see, I don't know about all time. I kind of, I, you know, I'm a, I would say I'm a, a more recent recruit in the last decade or so. So, um, I mean, Johnny Sexton, you can't really beat him for man under pressure. Um, but Aki is like the man these yeah. days. Bundy so, Aki. Yeah. I, I did, uh, I'm on social media all the time. So I'm not mixing concrete right now um, due to the coronavirus outbreak, but uh, <laughs> I'm on social media all the time. And, you know, you see sometimes those things where you have to, um, you pick a letter, the first letter of your name, and it gives you something. And then your date of birth, and it gives you something else. Well, yesterday I did one of those, and I ended up going to spend seven hours with Bundy Aki watching rugby games. It was a, a Six Nations little game that you could play, and that's what mine was. First letter of my name, my date of birth, and uh, I ended up. So wait, you actually get to do that? Oh no, I wish. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a dream you had, Kyle? Yeah, maybe. Maybe <laughs> he has lots of dreams, Katrina. <laughs> Right, Katrina, if you were in a totally different dimension and you were a professional rugby player instead, what position would you play? I would play fly half. Yes, yes I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> Boss in the show, You're as always. The show. <laughs> yeah. um, Are you well, fast? What would you, what's yours, Kyle? Well, I was a tight head prop. I was big and fat, so they just stuck me up front to push the other big fat men. <laughs> no. Um, you were a fly-off, Shalmanius? Uh, unfortunately, I was a jack of all trades and master of none. Oh, un- unfortunately. <laughs> That's why I ended up playing, being a coach. I, I, I doubt that. <laughs> unfortunately, I could play every position yeah. on the field. Exactly, <laughs> the most reliable man on the field. Actually, Kat, it made me good for the bench. <laughs> That's what it made me good for. Now, listen, away from rugby... Um, Kyle tells me you're also a bit of a, well, should we say uh, a catwalk model? <laughs> yes, in my in my previous life, I did do that. Yeah, you've been to Paris Fashion Week, haven't you? I was. That must yeah, be really I was daunting. watching. I wasn't. I wasn't in it. I was just sitting watching. Yeah, re- recent, not recently. At all. Yeah, yeah. She was. Uh, I, I saw on her Instagram because um, I follow her on Instagram. You see, we worked together now for three years. Oh, you she, I don't yeah. think I followed. Do you, you think back, she followed me I? back yet? No. <laughs> So this is my final warning to you before I, before I see you again. <laughs> um, no, but she wasn't just a runway model. She was, you know, she was one of the top, like, mm. you know, high high class. Is that the right word no, to say, No, I wouldn't say that. I, well, myself and, so I would say we were the blue collar uh, models. I mean, I, I did really well, but I wasn't, you know, it wasn't like I anybody knew my name. So <laughs> we used to always consider ourselves like the, the working class uh, models. What, 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 um, you got you got scouted for that, didn't you? I'm sure you remember yeah. telling me a story. Was wasn't that in Ireland? It was in Ireland. So I was in I was in college. I was studying theatre in Dublin, and uh, I was actually packing groceries in the 
in the Swan Centre across from our college, myself and a few girls, and we were collecting money for multiple sclerosis and packing bags. And um, this agent, this model agent, was in doing the shopping, and he gave me his card. And then it was like the girls at the checkout were like, what? What just happened to you? Dave is your one. And she started screaming all over the whole shop. She was like, your one just got asked to be a model. And all of this. And it was like this whole, I was never so mortified in my entire life. But um, but I ended up, yeah, I worked it for a few months when I was still at college in Dublin. And then when my first year ended, I decided to take a year out. Um, that was, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say how many years ago that was, but I never went back. Five. And I, I moved to Paris then and I started working abroad. So what's next, Katrina? Um, you've been in so many big films. Outlander, obviously, will be coming up again soon, no doubt. What's next on the agenda for for you? Well, I hope what's next is getting out of this apartment. <laughs> <laughs> can we, can we I don't him? know. Every, everything's up in the air. Mm. Um, you know, most productions are, are being postponed, and I think, you know, what I worry about right now is like all our crews, you know, they're all, they've all effectively become unemployed as of this week and who knows when we'll all get back to work. So hopefully what's next is this all wrapped up and everyone without, you know, it being too catastrophic and everyone being healthy and then we can all just get back to work. Before we move on now towards the end of, uh, our time with you. Was, that, you... Really, was that really glum? No, it wasn't no, glum. No. It was lovely. It was very lovely and very well put. Thank was, you very it, much. It was very, very apt, actually, uh, Katrina, because I work in the TV and, like you said about the, the crews there, because a lot of those guys are freelance, aren't they? You know, whether they be yeah, they're all... camera person, riggers, you know, producers, whatever it is, directors, they're freelance. Yeah. all the costume, the makeup, everything. None yeah. of them, they're all, you know, self-employed, uh, independent contractors. So you really worry about what kind of safety net they all have. I just wanted you to tell Sean, uh, out of everything that you've been in, uh, I've seen you in the, most of the things you've been in because I'm a fan boy. Um, <laughs> tell, him, tell him who's your dad. Oh. Um, Wait for it. Arnie. What? <laughs> Arnie. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. What about him? Katrina played his daughter in a, in a movie. Oh, never. What was the film called, yeah. Katrina? It was Breakout or something. <laughs> called escape plan escape plan and, escape plan uh, that was it it was my first day at work was with uh sylvester stallone 50 cent <laughs> vincent d'onofrio and amy ryan nice. and i mean talk about absolutely crapping my pants <laughs> <laughs> i was so scared and uh and well, uh, i think somebody's phoning katrina everybody hang fire we'll be back well you there? Are you there? Hello? Yeah, sorry, somebody was phoning you again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fine, I'm carry here. on, carry on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, I was just saying on my first day, um, Stallone walked in and like the first thing he said to me, because I stood up and I was in heels and I'm a little bit taller than him, and he was like, who ordered the giraffe? And I was like, oh God. <laughs> so they made me take my shoes off. i <laughs> with him. Um, but I've, yeah, I've got to ask you a question. It's what we ask all our guests, Katrina. Um, if yeah. there were to be a movie made about your life, who would you want to play you? Kyle Reese. 
Oh, shut up. Somebody else has said that. You're not original. You're not funny. <laughs> well, come on, come on. Who, who would play you in a film? The film Katrina Balfe, the epic. Who's, who is playing you? Oh, God. Well, Saoirse Ronan, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant actress. Sean's, Sean's looking at me. I don't think Sean knows who she is. But I'll show him after the pod. Well, yeah. Sean's old school, Katrina. I'm a simple old school. She's only school. been nominated for an Oscar four times. I know. Little Women, have you seen that new one? Yes, I mm. know. She also goes out with the guy who was, uh, you, oh, I don't know, they're not engaged, are they, Jack? And, are they engaged? I don't know. No. no, I don't know. I know they're together, and he was a year below me in drama school. He's a very handsome, young, Scottish, mm. talented. She's stunning, actually. She is stunning. Yeah. But right, Sean is going to do uh, a little thing called Up and Under with you now, Katrina, if that's okay. Okay. He's going to fire fire some really quick questions to you. You've got two options, and we want to know which one you would prefer. Mm, Over to you, Sean. Okay, you ready for this, Katrina? Yeah, quick quick fire answers, no thinking, no abstaining. Here we go. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Gin or vodka? Gin. Cats or dogs? Cats. Tommy Bow or Brian O'Driscoll? <laughs> Ooh, well, I'll have to go with the home home guy, Tommy Bow. <laughs> London or LA? Um, ooh, uh, LA for the sunshine. TV or film? Uh, film, because it's so much easier. Sun or ski? Uh, sun. Batman or Superman? Uh, Batman. Sam Hewan or Christian Bale? <laughs> you don't have to answer Ooh. that, but I want you to. Um, I'll take Matt Damon, thank you. Oh! <laughs> what an answer. Yes, oh, yes. Katrina Balfe, you've been up and under. Brilliant, well done. Thank, you, right, so, thank you so much for spending some time with us today, Katrina. I really appreciate it. After your jet lag. My pleasure. But at the end of the day, I know you've got nothing else better to do because you're in self-isolation up in Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sean, Kyle, thank you so much. You stay um, safe. I'm, I'm just going to go and listen to all the other ones now. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Great. You'll have, you'll have a really good laugh. Don't listen to the first episode, though, because I just waffle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which, which is different to what? Um, okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Katrina. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Speak to you soon. Bye. 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 Do you know what, Kyle? There's nothing better I like than going for a pint in my local pub, the Brit Pub in Carmarthen. Best Moretti in the South Wales. And they do great food as well. Pub quiz every Sunday night. And lots of bands on Wednesdays and Thursdays. One of my favourite places to go. Why don't you go to the Brit Pub in Carmarthen? It's where your friends are. Well, Katrina Balfe. What a guest, Kyle. Well um, done, you. Amazing. She's amazing, man. Yeah. And when you said, you know, your mates and this, that and the other, I sort of went, yeah, there's Kyle again. But uh, fair play to you. Mate, um, when, yeah. I'm on, when I'm on set, right, um, it, it is an actual dream to be around her. She does. She's so nice to everybody. She, like when I went on uh, season four on Outlander, it, it is one of those things when you're an actor, you get an episode of this, an episode of that. You get main cast who were there for 8, 10, 12, maybe 13 episodes or so. So they don't really have time to get to know you. So most of the time, they don't waste the time getting to know you. Mm. But I went on to that. They didn't know I was ever going to come back again to season five. They 
straight away introduced themselves, said hello, made me feel part of the group. And obviously me and Sam hit it off because he's a big rugby fan. Um, and then Katrina found out that she's a rugby fan. And all my scenes were with the both of them. So yeah. it was really good. But she's just, she's an incredible actress. I've learned as well so much, especially this season because I've been in it quite a lot. Um, or last year we filmed season five. But I've learned so much just about acting. And um, she's had some incredibly difficult things to do since the start of Outlander. Her and Sam, in fairness to them both, they are always on. And the conditions they have to deal with in Scotland, because it's always, well, they have had times where they filmed somewhere else. But um, normally it was through the winter in Scotland yeah. and the the performances they do produce. Um, I've watched Outlander. I am a fan of it. And uh, they, they're just phenomenal, the pair of them. Just uh, before we get on to, you know, who she plays in Outlander, obviously i got time. I've been watching some films. <laughs> I watched one uh, earlier in the week, mate. Robert the Bruce. It's just called Robert the Bruce, right? Is it good? I can't get those two hours of my life back. Back. They yeah. are. It was that bad. There are some out there, mate, that you you do, you know. You yeah, I look good, and I thought, oh yeah, I've been interested in this. You know, my son Jim's studying <laughs> history. Yeah, let's have a look at this. I looked at it, and it was, it was a long one as well. It was a two-hour, seven-minute one. Oh god! And you just think, well, something's going to happen. There's going to be a point to this. Listeners, don't watch it. Don't watch Robert the Bruce. So, um, what does Katrina Balfe play in Outlander? Uh, yeah. So basically, Outlander. If anyone of our listeners don't know what it is necessarily, it's a TV show about. Um, a lady who was an RAF, her husband was an RAF pilot in World War Two, and she was a nurse. So they went to the war, they got split up, they came back, uh, both survived the war, they got married and went on their late uh, honeymoon in Inverness. Well, they find these sort of um, magical stones, kind of like the Stonehenge in Inverness. She goes back the next day, she touches one, she goes back 200 years, then she finds herself in... Inverness 200 years before where the Redcoats are in Scotland invading and there's the rebels and so she plays a character called uh, Claire Randall and then she then meets Sam Hewan's character Jamie Fraser um, and they have this whole incredible intertwining love story and then they get married so then she becomes uh, Claire Randall Fraser um, I'm not going to say all of Sam's characters names because he's got about 17 names like Sam, uh, no, sorry, Jamie, Fraser, Mackenzie, McDo. There's millions of them. Like Rupert Moon, you've got a million names. <laughs> um, but no, and um, she, it's just about the whole, they were based on books, you see, by uh, Diana Galbadon, uh, American writer. And uh, they made the series and they, they, they do follow the books, obviously. But she is boss when when you're working with her. Mm. She is absolutely incredible. I just I've just said before, but just to see... The things that she has to do, they have to learn how to ride horses and that, you know. And she rides horses now better than, mm. um, you know, a jockey. I can't think of any. What's his name? Um, A. P. McCoy. She mm. she give him a run for his money, mate. No, genuinely, mm. she's class. Really, she is. She's really good. She does it all the sideways riding. And, I see all the best jockeys riding. And I'm yeah, I see. That's it. Yeah, but, but no, she she plays a phenomenal character, and she's she's been nominated for uh, Golden Globes. Yeah. Every, I think four Golden Globes. She's been nominated for that character. And you just sense there's more to come, didn't you? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's absolute delight to have her on. She was a real dream, and hope she stays safe up there in Glasgow. Keep in the Scottish theme, Kyle. Next week on the Tuesday Club podcast, we got a very special guest. We go back to rugby. Who we got? We have got the Scotland captain himself, Stuart Hogg. The Hogmaster. 
Yeah, be good. Be really good. Old Hoggy. He's a good boy, isn't he? Yeah, he's a good boy down in Exeter Chiefs now. I've been uh, moved there from Glasgow Warriors, so it'll be great to talk a lot of rugby and to find out a little bit more about him, you know, and the films and the, the, what he's getting up to through all this uh, isolation coronavirus time. So yep. that's Stuart Hogg next week. What are you up to this weekend, mate? <laughs> uh, more of the same, I think, mate. Yeah, I, think. I think I painted my horse there's a landing four times and I only need two coats. <laughs> Tell you what, if, you, if you're feeling a bit bored, just get up the back and mix some cement. <laughs> hey, I, they said that we have to start working on, working from home, so I tarmac the living room. <laughs> I'm, commentating, I'm commentating on old Osprey's games, I am to myself. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us this week on the Tuesday Club. We'll be back next week with Stuart Hogg. I've been Kyle Reese, And I've been Sean Holly. Bailed. The Tuesday Club is available to listen to on Spotify and iTunes.